This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. Speaking of uh, the fact that, you know, the Sixers are number one in a lot of power rankings. They are legit contenders. Uh, they had an awesome win. We were unable to record, unfortunately. I always know that it's a great Sixers game, and it would have been a great pod when Kyle texts me afterwards and goes, man, like it was after the Doc Rivers one where they beat the Lakers, and after this game, he texts it and is like, we might want to record. But fortunately, the Eagles ruined that. So Jokic got absolutely, I mean, not embarrassed, but he got significantly outplayed by Embiid. Just go ahead, man. Just do, do, do your thing on what you saw Embiid Jokic. So I just want to say this right off the top. I don't ever want to hear that Jokic is a good defender again. <laughs> like it's just the people who say that it, it's like, and I don't, I don't mean this as disrespect to James Harden, but it's like the, the people who are like, well, James Harden is a good post defender. It's like, right. who the hell cares? <laughs> Nikola Jokic comes up with some steals sometimes like, yeah, he poked a couple balls loose from Embiid early in that game. And, you know, that was great. It's like, oh man, he's slowing him down. Yeah. And then he got absolutely punked for like two and a half quarters of that game. And I grant him this. Joel spent most of that second half not defending him. And that's something that Joel would have made fun of somebody like Anthony Davis for in the past. Yep. Like, oh, you're not willing to take that assignment, blah, blah, blah. But that ends up changing the game for Philadelphia. I just, you watch Nikola Jokic try to defend other than just standing there and being huge, he's a crappy defender. Like, call it what it is. You don't. Yeah. You can make an MVP case, a best player in the league case for Nikola Jokic by saying he might be the best offensive player in the league. Now, I think you also saw in Saturday's game sort of the problems with Jokic on offense. He is ultra-efficient, but part of the reason he's ultra-efficient is that he picks his spots big time. And I'm in the school of thought more now than ever that a lot of times your stars are going to just have to be happy with if they have to go 11 for 25 because nobody else can get it going and they have to mm. just volume shoot their way out of a, a tough game. They have to be willing to do that. And I don't think Jokic is wired that way. I appreciate that he's a great playmaker and unselfish and all this stuff. And that's what he prioritizes more. But you have to be willing at some point, like your team gives up a double digit lead on the road against you know one of the other best teams in the league. At some point you're being guarded by a six foot five, 37 year old power forward. You have to say, I'm putting PJ Tucker through the fucking stanchion and I'm going <laughs> to score the next eight to 10 points. And that to me is the difference between Jokic and guys like Joel Embiid, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, 
those guys are falling on their sword. And I think when push comes to shove in the playoffs, you need your best player to be willing to do that. So I, that was yeah. something that came up during that game that I just wanted to you know, go on a little no, tangent. I, on. Well, and that's the thing about it, Jokic being considered a better offensive player. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Embiid's a better shooter. Embiid's a better scorer. Um, you know, it, Jokic is a very good rebounder. Jokic is a better passer. But but ultimately, what you saw in that game was when Embiid had to take over, he just did it himself. He didn't have to rely on other people around him, right? Now, my biggest takeaway from that game and really just the moment of Joel rising to it, I thought it was encouraging sign for the playoffs. Not that Joel has had great regular season games. It's you know, as much as I rip Joel for not being clutch in the playoffs, there's definitely been regular season games where he's been unguardable down the stretch and he carries them to a win against a quality opponent. But I do think this season in that moment, especially coming off the all-star snub, it felt like Joel saying, no, 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 prime time versus Jokic. I'm just going to absolutely dominate and take over. And I hope that that's what we see in the playoffs. And I hope that's the version of Joel you see in the playoffs and just seeing all the different ways he could score too. I mean, we started this pod where I was saying I hate centers, right? The mm-hmm. guy, the guy scores like a guard in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, we, you know, he, he's not doesn't move like a guard as much, but he kind of just does a lot of the same things on scoring on the perimeter. So, man, if they get that Joel and even a close to it version, because what do you have? Forty seven points. You don't expect him to average that. But if they get close to that version in the playoffs, just mentally in the way he's playing, I mean, yeah, they're 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 probably the best team in the league, or at least right there. And the thing that was driving me nuts after the game was all the people who I normally see crowing about how good Jokic is and that he's better than Embiid and blah, 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 are all like, well, that game clearly meant more to Joel than Jokic. Like, <laughs> okay, well, then maybe yeah. Jokic should have gotten up for the fucking game. Like, I agree. Just, yeah. it's, a, it's a national TV game against one of the best teams in the league. Jokic's yep. direct competitor for MVP awards, all NBA awards best center in the league distinction, all that stuff. If he can't get up for that game, that is a personal failing on his part. Like yeah. we, we all, would, we would the, rip Joel to shreds if he didn't come up for that. Correct. Game. Like all the yeah. talk about Jokic is that, well, he's more available and he's a more consistent player. Okay. Consistency also means you have to show up against stars. It's not just you're beating up fucking yeah. Wenyan Gabriel on the Lakers and like these bums <laughs> in the Western conference. Like, we also don't right. talk about the fact that the Western Conference is way worse than the East this year. And yep. Joel is still putting up better or comparable numbers in basically all categories compared to Jokic. So I just I thought that that's just BS. Like you can't say that, oh well, this one meant more to okay. If it meant more to him, he still went out there and kicked this dude's ass, like played way mm-hmm. better than this guy. The whole point is to go win the game. Joel did what was necessary to win the game and he outplayed the guy. Like that's the whole objective of the sport. Win your battle, win the game. He did both. And so I, there's just all this like excuse making for Jokic as if it's not like this guy has won a title or something. Well, that's what I was going to say. Rest on his laurels and say, you know, I've accomplished everything there is to accomplish. I get that 
he maybe he doesn't care as much about the individual awards, but it's a pride thing, dude. Like the whole thing for these guys is that they're not really competing with most of the league. They're competing against the own, their own bar that they set day after day. That's been the challenge for Joel, mm-hmm. even throughout these last few years, is that he's so good that oftentimes he can put up 30, like he put up 30, 10 and five against Orlando. And I didn't think he even played that well. Like it was not a very good game for him. <laughs> right. And so like Jokic can put up these great numbers. The question is not, is he putting up great stats? Is is he doing what's required to win? And can he meet the level he needs to, to beat great teams and great players? And he came way short of that on Saturday. Like don't care what the stats say about, oh, he was eight for 12. And, you know, his PER is this. And he had nine assists. <laughs> and what it's like. I don't care, man. You got to go out there and do what's required. It wasn't even close in the end. So I I I think to your point, I thought that was a great display from Joel. He went out there and took the game for his team, rallied them back after what I thought was a horrendous defensive first half and deserves the praise that he's gotten. I think there are now some major media people who are saying he he should be the front runner for MVP. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not inclined to disagree with that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think has a has a new MVP ladder like odds come out. I haven't checked recently, but I would think he has to. Uh, be I don't think so, but they were named number one in the overall team power rankings on NBA.com yeah. yesterday. So, so there you go. But but the other thing I would add about Jokic real quick, like all the things that I am critical of Embiid for, Jokic is just as bad, if not worse. Like Jokic is a loser. Like the dude's never won anything as significant in playoffs. And I wouldn't go that far. That, well, that's on, a little on, too hold strong. On, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, He's been, if I'm mistaken, he's been in the conference finals one time, right? And that was in, in the, the bubble. bubble. And yeah. that was was that not when Jamal Murray just went completely off and like had the best like play, right? If Embiid ever got that type of guard play, he would have been in the conference finals. If if Embiid got that type of help from a perimeter player, he absolutely would have been, right? Jokic, to my memory, you can correct me if I'm wrong, has never really like had a moment that Embiid hasn't had. Embiid in the playoffs has not been out of the second round. Jokic is only out of the second round because of Jamal Murray. Jokic got thrown out of a game, right? His team is pseudo- You could also argue Jokic is only out of the second round because of Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go too, right? Because so, that, that was the, the big choke job in, in right. the bubble. And overplaying Montrez Harrell against Denver. Like that's right. the whole and look, maybe, maybe in Denver, although I'd be surprised, maybe in Denver, Jokic does catch heat for a lack of playoff success. But I just know nationally, you never hear Jokic criticized for that type of thing. And again, on Sunday, it showed Embiid just a better player. He's just a flat out better player. Jokic is good, is a better passer on offense. Embiid's a way better defender. He's a way better scorer. He can take over games in the ways Jokic can't. Like, what's you know, I just, I think he's flat out better. And I, I, it's frustrating, even as someone that rips Joel, it is frustrating to see Joel get ripped when Jokic just isn't, he doesn't get criticized the way Joel does. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of, a lot of things going on there. <laughs> some, uh, some white privilege yeah. perhaps. Some, yes. Uh, yeah. So, I it's mean, not fair. It's a, flat out not fair. Yeah. So I, I don't really get it. I mean, look, I think both guys are absolutely incredible players and, Joel gets held to a different standard. I tweeted after the game the other day, if Joel had scored two points in the fourth quarter of a game where he's being guarded by PJ Tucker for the yeah. entire second half and blew a double digit lead on national TV, the amount of meltdowns that would have happened from Stephen A. Smith 
from <laughs> local writers, from people yeah. on the radio, from all kinds of people would have been significant. You're, you're not going to hear anything about you. I might have been one of them. <laughs> no, that's not, like, yeah. I'm not saying that as a pejorative. Like, I that's Joel should be held to a high standard. If he got yeah. his ass kicked by one of his biggest rivals, arguably his biggest player rival in terms of, you know, who could actually compete with him for the best center, we would criticize him. You would deserve it. That's how it goes. But yeah. he has outplayed him now, at least individually, in a bunch of the matchups. I want to say that he's either 5-2 and two or 6-2 and two against Jokic in their careers now. Mm-hmm. And the stats are way better in favor of Joel. So I don't, yeah. I don't know what else he has to do. Uh, I, I sort of, I really feel for him at this point that there were still people after that game that was like, who were calling Jokic the likely three-time MVP. It's like of all <laughs> moments to make this. Yeah, now is not the like, time. Now is not the time to stump for that. <laughs>